Welcome to the Encouragement Cafe with Luann and Friends, where the conversation is always hot and fresh. Comfort food for your soul is always on the menu, and friends are close enough to hug. Pull up a chair. We've been waiting just for you. Welcome to Encouragement Cafe. I'm Luann Prater. And I'm Rachel Olson. And Rachel, I believe that there are some gals sitting around this table with us today who wonder if they've been called by God to do something. Have you ever talked with a gal who says, wow, I just, I don't know. And I want to know so desperately if God is calling me. And if you've ever experienced that with a friend or a colleague, I think it's important that maybe we talk about that today. Oh, gosh, yes. Now, I came to Christ when I was um, in college, in the latter years of, of my college years. And the uh, small church that I plugged into, uh, it was like all, all my, my, my friends within this church, all of my acquaintances, they all had somewhere that they were gifted and they were serving. A lot of them were on the music team, either singing or playing an instrument. Some were in... Um, like the children worship arts and doing puppet shows and with the kids and it and it just seemed like I felt like I just remember feeling a lot of pressure self-imposed I'm not saying other people pressured me just I've internally I felt a lot of pressure to figure out what is my gift and what is my calling so that I can start using it for God because I had such a heart to serve God and I do remember there being just sort of uh, pressure and, and frustration and a lot of prayer trying to find my calling and find it fast. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? I mean, especially when you're young, you're trying so hard to find your fit. But, you know, I think that if we're honest, every one of us have been in that position at some point and maybe over and over, because I think oftentimes we may strike out and try something and we realize, ooh, I don't fit here at all. This, this isn't where I believe God wants me, but I'm not really sure where he wants me, so I think I'll just serve here until, until something better comes along. So today I want to just kind of peel back some of the layers of that and say, okay, how can we zero in on maybe where God is placing us. Because, Rachel, I believe that God gives us a deep-down passion inside. And oftentimes, like you, when you were young, you kind of felt this sense of urgency, like everybody else has got it together. I've, I need to get it together and do my thing. And, and, and so then we start either self-imposed guilt or the guilt from others like, well, are you plugged in? You need to be plugged in. You need to find your calling. And all of a sudden, it just overwhelms. And then you just feel like a bad Christian because you don't know what your gift or your calling is and you're not out there operating in it. Uh, meanwhile, you, you know, you're pouring out prayers day after day asking God to show you because you're so eager to serve. And so you have a heart that's on fire for God. And at the same time, you feel like a bad Christian because you're not, quote, plugged in anywhere. Absolutely. And, you know, the truth is, 2 Corinthians uh, 2.15 tells us that we are the fragrance of Christ. So I would, 
I would believe, Rachel, that if I had been a fly on the wall in your church, I would have smelled the fragrance of Christ every time I was around you, whether you knew that you were being the fragrance of Christ or not. Because when we are truly seeking him and seeking our place and our fit, there's something that happens. And God says, honey, I'm going to use you in ways that you can't even imagine and I'm going to allow you to be the light and salt and do ministry right here where you are. And when I think about that, I, I think about David. You know, God prepared David way before he ever became king. God was already allowing him to serve with Saul kind of in an internship, you know, a training period where he got to see what it was like to be king. And he got to figure out, wow, I, I kind of like what he's doing, but not too crazy about that. And, and God already knew ahead of time that he was going to place David in that position, but he wanted him to get his feet wet and to get some training under him first. And I think that's what God does whenever we're called to anything. Now, Rachel, you and I both served at Proverbs 31, and we were speakers and writers, and I think that trained us for things we're doing today. That's the way God works. Well, you know, back to the little tiny church that I came to know Christ in in college, where I wound up serving, uh, and at the time it didn't feel like service to me, uh, we had a tiny little bookstore um, that was part of the church. And so I wound up serving. I would attend one service and the second service I would go and I would just work the cash register. So I'm just taking money and punching buttons on a cash register as people buy books. That did not feel like service to me or gifting to me or calling to me, you know. Um, but interestingly enough, so that's where I wound up at. And interestingly enough, yeah, I did. I, I wound up having books sold in Christian bookstores and churches around the country. Well, my friend Randy was a truck driver, and he was so overwhelmed in the late 90s by some disasters that had happened across the country. And some tornadoes had hit homes, and he was just... I mean, God just put it in his heart in a deep way, like, you need to rise up and do something. Well, Randy already knew how to drive a truck, and he had his own rig. And so he started asking people, hey, I want to take some relief um, items to those people. And so everybody just started showing up with stuff. And he drove it across the country and delivered the, these disaster relief items, bottled water and, and toothbrushes and toothpaste and all the things that people just took for granted that, oh my goodness, I don't have that anymore. And God lit a fire inside of Randy. And he said, this is what I've been training you for your entire life. And now today, uh, that started in the late 90s, and today God's pit crew travels all over the globe helping people. They were in Puerto Rico and Houston and Florida, and they are everywhere that disaster strikes because 
he allowed God to use what he had already trained him to do for his glory. You know, God is not going to call you to do something so outside of what he's already gifted and given you talents to do. I mean, he doesn't work like that. He doesn't waste things. Now, it's not saying that you you can't run a cash register in a bookstore if that's where he needs you to be at the moment. But Rachel, he had planted a seed in you to write those books. And he placed you in an environment so that you could see how people were longing to take a resource home with them. And they needed something after the sermon to make sure that they stayed in God's word and in his will. And so that little, that little passion of you working in a bookstore then became full-blown later, but it was already something that he had gifted you to do. He didn't ask you to do something outside of what he had given you the talents to do. He just helped you grow them. I wonder, Lou, I don't know if I've ever asked you this or if you've ever told me and I forgot, but, you know, when often when people say, you know, are you called to such and such, are you called to the ministry, are you called to being a pastor, or, or when they talk about beginning ministry work, they will talk, they will, they will name a specific sort of incidents in which they say, this was when I was called, or this is how I knew I was called. Do you have a story like that that says, you know, when this happened, I knew I was called into Christian ministry? You know, I, I do. And let me tell you, first of all, the way that I know that God prepares you years in advance. Because back in my early life, right after school, I was working for a television and radio station. Uh, I, was, I had come from working in a PR company, and I remember being fascinated with it, but really didn't know a lot about it. But I learned. I learned some things about it. And it wasn't until 30 years later that God gave me the opportunity to use this as his um, ministry. But here's when God called me. I had, I was in so busy with marketing and advertising and, and I had been invited to go listen to this lady on a Saturday afternoon at our church. And because we were fairly new to the church, we had just moved into North Carolina. I wanted to, you know, be where the women were and try to get some friends and just kind of feel like I was being involved in my church because it was brand new. And this lady talked about this new ministry that she had been a part of and that they were going to try to grow it. And she came up to me afterwards and invited me to come to this thing called She Speaks. It was the very first one. I really didn't, I didn't have any idea or clue what it was, but I felt that stirring in my heart because for 15 years prior, I had been speaking for the corporate world and doing different trainings for the corporate world. And all of a sudden, God kind of just opened my eyes to, okay, you have been working at learning how to do this. 
Now, I want you to go do it for me. I remember that feeling inside like, oh my goodness, something's about to change in my life. And I went to that very first She Speaks that Proverbs 31 had, 45 women in attendance. And over the years, they invited me to to be a part of the team. And over the years, he grew my ability to speak and to write and to share my heart with women and to help encourage them. And then in 2009, he opened the door for Encouragement Cafe. It was not on my radar at all. I was just doing this whole Proverbs 31 thing kind of in the back seat. You know, I still had my full-time job, but I was doing that just as, as my ministry thing. And God then gave me this amazing opportunity because the radio station in my local town would uh, ask me occasionally to come in and speak on a women's topic because they knew I was with Proverbs 31. And I would go in, and one day they said, Luann, we really think you need to prayerfully consider doing a, a show for women because when you do, women like to tune in and listen. I was not on my radar. But as you know, Rachel, God kept opening doors and saying, yeah, you didn't open this door. I did walk through it. So here we are doing Encouragement Cafe almost 10 years later because God prepared in advance for me to do these things. So, yeah, She Speaks, if anyone listening is not familiar around the table here, that's a, a, a training conference for, for women, Christian women, training and speaking conference. And um, that's also how I wound up with Proverbs 31 for a, a decade or, or more. And, um, Luann, I had a, maybe about a year before I went to She Speaks, I was just with my kids at the pool, and they were playing in the shallow end, and I'm just sitting on a a lounge chair, and I have my Bible with me, and I'm looking, you know, reading through the Old Testament, and I come across, you know, and I'm, I'm kind of reading, but I'm also watching my kids, you know, you got one eye in both places. Uh, So it wasn't like a deep sort of uh, intense concentration, but this verse suddenly just sort of like popped out at me and it was from Jeremiah. Um, And in, in Jeremiah, in this verse that sort of leapt off the page at me, it said, if you will speak worthy and not worthless words, you will be my spokesman. So, um, that that verse kind of just leaped up at me, and I didn't really know why, but it was it, it leaped in such a way as as verses sometimes do that I wrote it down and I made note of that. It actually, and the, the part before that says something to the effect of, you know, if you will humble yourself or repent, I will restore you, and if you will speak worthy and not worthless words, you will be my spokesman. So at the time, I had little little kids. Um, I was you know, not involved in in ministry work beyond my local mops group. And I didn't know what that meant. I just made note of it. About a year later, I find myself um, at that She Speaks conference. And 
The way I learned about that She Speaks conference was the day before the conference began, I heard a radio spot by the ministry and looked them up online and saw they were having this conference and thought, huh, that interests me. And then I look and I see that it starts tomorrow and that it's sold out. So I'm like, oh, okay. Well, we can, we'll note that for next year, maybe. But I, I mentioned it to my husband that day and, and Rick said, I want you to call them and see if they have a spot, if they can take you. I'm like, babe, they're sold out. No, they don't have spots. That's what sold out means. He's like, I want you to call them. And I'm like, I don't want to be that girl, right? I know you've been sold out for three months, but you have a special spot just for me, right? (laughs) Um, But it's what Rick kept telling me to do. So I'm like, fine, I will (laughs) call them. So I called them. They put me on hold, uh, you know, and then they came back and they said, we had a woman who was pregnant um, and she went into labor this morning. So she will not be at the conference tomorrow and you can take her spot. I felt like I didn't get myself into She Speaks. God must have gotten me into She Speaks. God must have gotten me into this ministry. So because I felt like I never sort Mm -hmm. of elbowed and wormed my way into ministry, if that makes sense. Um, you know, I, I, I didn't, you know, strive yep. um, to make this happen. I always felt like God dropped me there and I never really in- was entirely sure why he did. You know, why me, God? I don't know. But because I felt like he had put me there, that meant that I would always rely on him because I never felt like it was me who got me there in the first place. If we ask godly people and seek some godly counsel and say, okay, I'm, I'm struggling to know what my strengths and weaknesses are. Can you help me? What do you see in me that I don't see? Because I think a lot of times the reason people are struggling with their calling or their gifting, it's because they, they don't see the good side, the strong side of themselves. And sometimes it takes somebody else from the outside looking in. That's true. Yes, we're often uh, blind to our own strengths because they come so easy to us. We don't realize they are a strength that not everybody has. I did have a woman. I don't know who it is. It was an anonymous card. This was also around that time uh, in my life, that same period in my life. Um, I received a card in the mail from a woman who said that she saw um, she saw gifts in me. She saw talent in me. She didn't really specifically name them, um, but she said she and she enclosed forty dollars in cash. And she said, "Please uh, put this towards the development of your giftings and callings." And I'm praying for you. Um, I still to this day don't know who that was, um, but that forty dollars went to that She Speaks conference. Um, wow. So that was somebody who saw something in me. And then I'll, I'll tell you one other piece of, of, of my experience. And this is back when I'm at the little church, uh, new to Christ. Um, I'm in, uh, actually, I'm in grad school at this point. And um, I had a friend, a couple that was friends with us, and they were struggling with infertility. And we had a guest preacher come into our church that Sunday, and he preached. And at the end of the sermon, he said he was going to be down front if anybody wanted prayer. And I know Anna and her husband had really been struggling, and so they wanted to go for prayer, but I think they had also been disappointed so many times. They had been trying for so long. They were kind of hesitant, but they went up for prayer, and Rick and I just sort of went up and stood behind them, just, you know, sort of support kind of a thing. And and the 
pastor prayed over Anna. Um, by the way, she did later conceive. Um, he prayed over Anna, and then when they were done with that, he looked at me and said, would you like prayer? And so I said, well, sure. <laughs> so I, uh, I stepped forward, and this is how that went. I didn't, I, there wasn't anything specific I was asking for prayer for, but um, I stepped forward. He uh, enclosed, and, you know, stood before him and closed my eyes. He put his palm on my forehead, and as, almost immediately, as soon as he touched my forehead, he said, this one is a mother. This one is a mother of many children. This one is a mother of many spiritual children. Then he whispered some things that I couldn't really hear, and he said, amen. And I walked away kind of confused. Um, I'm thinking, maybe he's thinking I'm still Anna. <laughs> like, um, uh, and I have two kids today. I do not have a lot of kids. But um, I went home and wrote that down too because that was so strange to me. And that it was probably a decade later before um, I have, uh, you know, tens of thousands, even hundreds of thousands of people reading my devotions and my books and, and showing up for retreats. And I led a online Bible study with 8,000 people in it. And, um, and whenever those things would, would happen, I would just look at the crowd and say, those are my spiritual children that God said I was a mother of. I just have to mother them. I love that. You know, that is exactly, if you are looking and you're asking God, God, where is my gifting? Where is my calling that you have just for me? If you, if you sincerely are seeking God, he's going to show up. And, and it makes me think about when the very first Encouragement Cafe event was being planned in my little brain because people were saying, hey, I want to come by, stop by the Encouragement Cafe. And we realized they think it's a real cafe, so we've got to create a space for them to come. And so we created this event, and just a few weeks prior to the planning, I had spoken in Florida, and there was a, a lady that had handed me a painting. And I saw that painting, and I was just overwhelmed with it. And so as I'm planning and praying for this event, I just kept seeing that painting. And I called the organizer and said, hey, can you give me the name and the phone number of the lady who painted that picture? She gave it to me and I called her and I said, Betty, you may not remember me, but I was the speaker at the event a few weeks ago and we're planning an event in North Carolina and I can just envision in my mind that as we speak and the music plays, you're on stage painting and you're making something come to life would you be interested in praying about that and she burst into tears she said you're not going to believe this just last week I was at the beach with some of my girlfriends and we did like a little impromptu devotion time and I was painting while we were doing the devotion and she said God just overwhelmed me and said Betty you're going to be doing this on a stage in front of people. And she said, and she was sobbing. She said, I had no idea what he was talking about, but he's been preparing me for such a time as this. When God has a calling for you, 
He is going to prepare you ahead of time. He's going to give you godly counsel. And he's going to show you which road to take. And it will always be the road where you have to depend on him. You can't do it in your own strength. So I'm going to pray over you this week that you will allow your motivations to be pure and your prayers to be steadfast as you ask God to point out your gifts, your talents, and how he is already preparing you for your calling. Hey, that's all the time we have this week, but I am praying for you. This team is praying for you. And may the God of hope give you the courage to encourage others. We'll see you back here next week. Thanks for joining us today at Encouragement Cafe with Luann and Friends, where women gather, friends laugh, and hearts mend. Let's continue our conversation. Hop online when you get a chance to sit down and breathe at encouragementcafe.com. Remember, this is God's ministry, so we ask for your prayers as we reach out to women in Jesus' name. We'll see you back here next week where we fill you up one cup at a time.